Perfect. Here we go. Feeling pretty good. Ah, this is feeling good. Perfect. All right, buddy, let's cop it off. All right. Yep. Oh, I don't have I don't have enough hands here. Okay, ready? Okay. Yep. Okay, ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Welcome back, everybody, to the most awesome and brand Anna sports podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 158 for your eardrums. Guys, do us a favor, please subscribe, leave five stars, tell a friend, shoot us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. I am Brandana with me, as always, champion of this pod skills challenge, most awesome. That's right. I can go full court. I can lay it up. I, I got the bounce pass, the chest pass. I could, even can rain a three time or two. You know it. You've seen it before, B. Yeah, yeah. Not not completely aggressive. Not your go-to, but not afraid to pull that trigger when it's needed, which what makes it super dangerous because you don't know. Exactly. Exactly. I'll I'll get heated up. I will definitely. You know, you found you've seen me in my heat check moments, right? You just feed yeah. me. You're like shoot that, shoot that ball. Uh, how's your day been, brother? You had you've had a packed weekend. I mean, running Mab League season two and everything. You got uh, <coughs> Kamish at like Berg B Day party. Like you are, yes, bringing the heat this weekend, brother. Yeah, this is a this is jam packed week. We had what we have four games, four games. Yeah. Mab Friday night double header Sunday matinee game. Uh, Kamish at seventh birthday party went off swimmingly. Oh, did I tell you that uh, 2.0? she's only four so usually you start losing your teeth around five yeah. did they tell you about this how she lost her yeah. tooth no uh her elder sister yanked it out of her mouth it was a little wiggly yeah. and all of a sudden and we were all home and all of a sudden charlotte just came or commission came running into the kitchen and she's like i pulled out charlotte or i pulled out commission 2.0's tooth and we're like what what are you talking about? And then we go running outside in the patio and 2.0, it's literally just like blood, like pouring from her mouth. She's like, she took my tooth out of my mouth. <laughs> Wild, man. It's like you leave him alone for two minutes and they're taking body pieces off of yeah, each other. pulling teeth. And I don't mean the figure of speech. Wow. Like, really? yeah, right, exactly. So is that like, was she cool? She's like, it's king of the hill, 2.0. Yes. So she's like very easy to calm down. She was just like, you explain the situation, it's like more teeth are coming. She's like, oh, all right. I thought I should be freaking out. <laughs> yeah. nice. I, I, think she, I think she definitely like at first was fine, but then because it, it was not ready. I mean, it was a little loose, don't get me wrong, but it was not anywhere close. And a lot of times those first teeth take a long time to like loosen up yeah. and it just was spewing blood. So I think she was fine up until she saw just like blood pouring out of her mouth. Yeah. They're like, all right, go, let's go get a washcloth, soak it in cold water, like, just suck on this for a minute. You'll be fine. It's like one of those things where, like, as a parent, like, you want to keep the cool face just so, like, the kid doesn't freak out, but it's like, just like, wow, that's a lot of blood. <laughs> just kind of, like, yeah, yeah. it's just like, you're all good. You're all good. Nothing to worry about here. Right. Just keep it moving. Ignore this. I'm just going to look up. Yeah, it was crazy. But uh, that's, that's a, an average day in the life here in the, the MA household. All right, brother. Well, we got a jam-packed 158 that, unlike that tooth, you guys are ready for it to come out and drop. Yeah, somewhere in there. That's my rip from the headlines. We're doing NBA All-Star Game of Events. We're going to hit the MAB inbox. Got uh, three or four there. Going to do MAB fixes, the logo. NBA logo. Got this debate going on. We're oh. going to tell you exactly which way to go. A little bonus. Yeah. Yeah, you dropped it. You dropped it down in in the matinee game. You're like, I got ideas. Mm-hmm. I don't want to spoil it here on the on the game. It's, this is pod worthy material. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't like it just kind of had that level. Uh, do a Neapolitan showdown top clothing moment in sports. We do a little <laughs> Mad League season two update, and we're gonna announce mm-hmm. those all star captains. A lot of fun this week. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff went down. Let them know. We're gonna finish with as we always do with our MVP of the week, ladies and gentlemen. You're our power. It starts now. Extra, extra, read all about it. I'm talking front page story all over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines there. If you want to be rich, then you better make sure that you got your shit. Oh, come on. I actually can do that. Yeah, go get that. Pick that back up. <laughs> all right, it's back. It's back. 
Um, all right. All-Star Game and Events, obviously recording this as the All-Star Game is going on. And the only time we'd actually have anything to report would be when the game's over because they don't start playing until about five minutes before that game ends. But did you get a chance? Uh, a lot of stuff going on. Do you see any of the events or the three-point challenge? Because this was my first year. I actually checked it out for you, bro. Yes. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I didn't actually get to see it, although um, – I did, I did record it on the thing, but I, I already just looking up some stuff as we were, uh, you know, getting ready for our pod prep here. I saw a little bit, but um, yeah, skills challenge, three point challenge or three point shootout done before the all-star game. Then at halftime, the dunk contest is going to be going on of the all-star game. A little bit of a unique format here in this, uh, you know, strange 2021, but uh, yeah. Uh, what did, what did you think? What were your thoughts on the three point shootout? Yeah, I'll get there. Yeah, we'll get to that real fast. Just going to put on the schedule. I want to ask you a few things just because this was my first year actually checking it out. Are they yes. – I feel like I heard the announcer say something about the skills challenge usually being timed. First of all, let, let me do this. Um, is This isn't always the schedule for when the events take place. What do they – they usually, like, happen, like, days before or whatever? It's like Correct. A yeah, it's like a – it's a whole whole weekend, a whole event. So – Sunday is usually the all-star game. Then all-star Saturday night, uh, it usually goes in, in this order. Uh, it is skills challenge, three-point shootout, and dunk contest. And then the Friday, on the same evening, yeah. yeah. Then the Friday night before that is usually a rookie, uh, like sophomore, like what they call the rising star challenge. That's a really fun game because you get to see all the rookies and second-year players go at it in this kind of like, uh, you know, very, very akin to an all-star game. There's lots of dunks, lots of running and jumping and shooting. So um, that's usually the – oh, there's also usually a celeb game. That's usually on, on Friday night. So if you want to check out Drake trying to, you know, pretend like he's an NBA player, you can watch that too. I definitely do want to do that for sure. Yes, for so. sure. That is a goal. That is an NAB Sports Podcast goal. If we could put that a big, big ticket item up there to get invited to a celeb challenge. It's like it just draped by himself on a court. Amazing. Yeah. So, uh, but they eliminated the uh, the celebrity game and also the freshman sophomore game. Or freshman sophomore, the uh, rookie yeah. sophomore game. Rookie rising star. Yeah, they did. You know, they they definitely tried to minimize any you know undue exposure, if you will. Um, and we saw that in the All Star game. Uh, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, both sitting out this game because they had close contact with the barber that you know tested positive. Hey, let's get these barbers fucking. Put, let's put a little bit more testing on these guys, right? Yeah, it's always like the barber seems to be a thing, right? Like, there's a I mean, you got like bubble boys, you got like people washing towels and shit, but it's always kind of like the barber that's just like playing fast and loose. We almost that almost became a thing for the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Pat Mahomes was the next man up as a this guy was giving a, a COVID cut to uh, one of the offensive linemen. And they pulled him out of it. So you know what? Uh, Here, yeah. Here's what makes more sense. Like, um, if you're an all star in any league, or like, let's just say. Here, for football, the backup quarterback also needs to take, like, barber classes in, like, the office. Yes. So he's right, right. playing backup QB, and he can cut your due. And then yes. um, if you're elected all-star captain, then you have to go to barbershop school real fast and kind of learn how to cut the hair. So it would be, like, LeBron James and Kevin Durant would be the assigned people to cut the hair during the all-star break. Interesting. Interesting, yes. You got to get, get dust up on your little barbershop school thing right no no your know your guards that's rule number one just know yeah, what the different guards are you also like like if you knew like you're not like jason tatum you're not coming in there asking for like a whole new setup like we're just going to shorten we're going to tighten a little bit of what you already had yes 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 exactly right it, it, no no elaborate designs i don't want anything like too difficult keep I'm it sorry, no no bieber no bieber cuts nothing no like bieber, that no rodman just, coloring we're not gonna like color mm -hmm. that's no no, 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 exactly. If you want to do that, do that on your own time. Look at that other little, little sneaky MAB fixes right there. Exactly, exactly right. Um, so, yeah, so, I mean, so, yeah, they got rid of those games just to expose, you know, and that's why they're doing the this All-Star Weekend kind of, like, before the game. A lot of the, you know, participants in the Skills Challenge are also in the All-Star Game. Uh, similarly with the three-point shootout, a few of those guys, most of those guys are in there as well, too. Um, you know, just really trying to just be as safe as possible, but still bring entertainment in this, you know, 2021 season. 
Yeah, that's specific. Okay, so let's uh, break down, go through each one. We'll get up to the three-point shooting contest. Uh, talk about the skills challenge that we got to watch like you broke it down. They basically, it's two balls through the tire, run down, do a layup, uh, come back, shoot a three-pointer. Pretty right. uh, cut and dry. Is that how it's always been? Yeah, yeah. Usually they like kind of, uh, is there the, there's a, usually a weave, like dribbling weave. There's a bounce pass, chest pass, layup. Then three pointer, right? I mean, there's there's dribble, the dribbling, right? Yeah. And do they do it? I miss it this year, but do they do they do it like in heats where it's like mono yeah, a mono, one like this yeah, guy versus that guy? Yeah, yeah. And that's the way that they used to do it, timed, right? And just best time. But they figured that they would speed it up because you didn't want to watch eight individual heats. It's much more fun to watch a race going on between these two guys. And they used to do bigs versus little. Now they just do. Um, I think there's basically like three guards or you know wing players and three you know centers going at it or you know power forward uh center guys going at it so it's it's fun they do a little big little kind of mashup yeah what kind of makes it interesting also is when you got to make that last three because you guys both i mean for all intents and purposes land at that three-point line at the same time so it kind of turns into like a little bit of game of knockout which is kind of fun and interesting to watch like if they're both kind of missing like which ball i mean brought a little excitement to it um definitely love chris paul missing his layup that was awesome. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm sure I'm sure you would have liked that. The other thing too is is guys can really get hung up on the bounce pass into the hoop. Yeah. That's a fucking killer. Those always get them like hit just for whatever reason that drum tightens up when you're trying to thread the needle on that pass. But uh yeah, it's always fun. It's always fun. Uh usually the last couple of years, Bana and Abayo last year won it. Bigs have won uh the last few times. You know, I know you've got Chris Paul in there, but you say he just misses layup. Luka Doncic, Robert Covington from the Trailblazers, Julius Randle is making his first All Star. Demontis Sabonis, right? Arvidas Sabonis's uh, uh, son, skilled center as a father, skilled position player right there, and uh, Vucevic, who we talked about before as well too. I like from the bigs. I like Sabonis from the from the smalls. I like Luka Doncic. But I, this is me not knowing who won this in this whole thing. Oh, you don't know? That's great. I'm glad you said that. We should let them know that. Do you know who won the three-point contest? Uh, I, I think Steph Curry won just because I heard it just two minutes. I watched two minutes of the game, and they were talking to him. They were interviewing him. Well, okay. Well, I didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, yeah, you did. Uh, well, like, uh, Sabonis won the skills challenge. Oh, he did? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes a ton of sense. Yeah, he beat that guy from the Kings. They were the last two head-to-head. Was that the other guy you had? Uh, no, I said Doncic Don from the Mavs, from the Knicks or the oh, Kings. Oh no, no, sorry, from the the Mavs. Yeah, I think no, it wasn't Doncic. Sorry, it was uh from the Magic. What's his? What's that guy's name? Oh, Vucevic. Yeah, Vucevic. Vucevic. Yeah, it was Vucevic yeah. versus Sabonis. The Sabonis one. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. Vucevic is really skilled too. I mean, that's the thing is, is those guys are both those guys can shoot, and so it's like you know, it's just the passes and the speed element, you always think like a guard's going to win it, but they, they, they haven't won it the last few times. Yeah, you would think that. Uh, and a three-point contest, uh, really exciting. Steph Curry did end up taking it down. You're right. Yeah. But he, yeah, he did it on the, the last basketball. So he was trailing by one with the last basketball to uh, – shit, who was, he tra- who was he trailing? Well, we'll look it up. Drink, everybody. Drink, yeah, everyone. In the driver's seat. Uh, yeah, he's trailing by one and then put the two ball down to win by one you just have to watch it like just how much he heats up like how good he is in that kind of that right corner uh just the way he went three for four for the the mountain dew balls or the dew balls which are three uh, right the money balls yeah, yeah. you get a no, rack no, of money balls no because there's a yeah you get a rack of money balls which are worth two a money ball on each rack and then they had a mountain dew spot on on the two elbows that were like another five feet back from the three-point line Oh, they stepped it back this year. This is an interesting little wrinkle, right? So they've added some more wrinkles in here. So every before traditionally, it was a every rack had a or like a money ball, right? Red, white, and blue yes. ball. Yeah. Then you chose. Then eventually, it morphed into there was like a whole rack of money balls, and you'd get to choose which one that was. So there's five. There's one, two, three, uh, five spots on the court. You know, corner threes on either side, elbow sides on on either sides, and then from straight on. Um, so guys would choose like, all right, well, this is my best spot, so I'm going to put all my money balls here. So there's a little bit of gamesmanship there. Now I like this where they're stepping the elbows back, so they're they're 
they're making it a little so the, bit more the elbows are still, So you still, you still have your one, two, three, four, you still have your five spots and your rack yeah. and your rack of money balls. All that's still there. In addition to that, right back between like, uh, between the top and your elbows, back five more feet is like just a green, like two green pedestals with one dew ball on it. And those oh. are green. So you kind of, gotcha. after you get through rack one and rack two, you got to go around the rack, get back five feet real fast, shoot your mountain dew ball, like the dew ball. Oh. Board, and then you go, yeah. So it was like, it was like really, it. it was really good to see Steph Curry's, uh, his first one in his second step, like goes around, like goes around the rack, like really just grabs the ball. And before like, he's even like looked at the basket, like he's already firing away. I mean, that guy, like here's a MAB sports podcast update. That guy could shoot. That guy could shoot. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Here's yeah. a detailed MAB analysis. <laughs> Break it down. That guy's pure from outside. I and I, I'm also like, let's take a look at my Steph Curry meter right now. It's been moving up. That guy, all right. That guy, yeah. all right. That's how yeah, far it's pretty good. I like that. I like I like the brand animator. If we were, either one of us were good at editing, well, you better than I am. But we would then overlay a little graphic right there just to be like, bing, and like a star comes yeah. down, rains okay, so a little started, like, like fairy I, dust I put in on all the, Yeah, I put all in the sound bites like from the first one where I'm just like, fuck that guy. And then like slowly here, like, and then like <laughs> I had him like, when I had him MVP like six weeks ago, it's just like, it's Steph Curry's my MVP. You know, I hated him. And we just like slowly see that meter rise. And before you know it, he's- It's just, you're, the, 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 the meter is your face. It starts off angry <laughs> brandana and then moves up to like happy, yeah. satisfied brandana. As like just IPAs drain and like the smile becomes bigger <laughs> the eye goes a little further away perfect um yeah glad i could take you through that all right guys dunk uh, contest i'm gonna say this out real quick real quick yeah. dunk contest okay. anthony simmons cassius stanley oh, yeah, make it ob top in i'm going cassius stanley the dude can fly freshman from duke he's unbelievable Got great leaping ability. He's not going to be a great uh, basketball player. Or he'll be a role player, but he can fucking fly. I I, I like this guy early. Cash Stanley, book it. All right, let's go. Cash Stanley. All right, uh, hit the inbox. Um, first one, number 23. There's been a lot of movies about great and historical sports figures like Muhammad Ali, Shoeless Joe Jackson, Lou Gehrig, even Seabiscuit. Will there ever be a movie about Michael Jordan? Uh, well, there kind of was, right? I mean, Last Dance was kind of, we're, but we're talking like, uh, scripted. like a, a scripted. Yeah, it's not a not a documentary. Correct. I think eventually, right? I mean, I can't see why not. I mean, what's the? It's well, you don't really do these movies when the guys are alive, right? Probably not when they're alive. Um, I think part of the rub also is we don't have a lot of basketball, like any of these sports biopics, like. I think you can recreate like baseball pretty easy and like just kind of like the stakes and everything. I think basketball would be, and we saw this in blue chips a little bit. Like we definitely saw it in above the rim when we were doing like kind of our March madness uh, set of movies when we didn't have the tournament last year. Uh, I, I think it's hard. It's just hard to shoot that. So it's hard to dive in and think about it. And the story that you really want, I think, for a Michael Jordan movie, because Michael Jordan, like we see in the the documentary series, he's just such an electric character. And part of what makes that fun to watch yeah. is the actual Michael Jordan and those actual basketball games. We don't want or need to see the basketball games be recreated. And what makes these stories interesting is the stories off the court, which would have to be you know, really fictionalized and they'd have to really start, you know, you'd have to take an angle like he actually was suspended and like that's what made him Ooh. go play baseball. And right. you start, as soon as you start looking at that though and just kind of like fictionalized history, then it starts to get a little wonky and it kind of reminds me of just like the American crime story, like the OJ Simpson thing. So I think if you did like yeah. a Michael, Michael Jordan story, I think it would be something, I think it'd be like a made for TV, like the, the Joe Paterno that Al Pacino started, like something on that level. If oh, interesting. Like, I don't see like a major motion picture from it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's right. There's not like, there's not, that is kind of the most, um, you know, dramatic time period of Jordan's career. Yeah. So that would make, you know, if you're going to do it, but then like you're saying, there's no real definitive story. Everyone knows the story. There's no unique angle uh, unless you're just going to recreate a, a totally fictional piece. 
And I don't necessarily know if people are going to come out in droves to see something like that. Yeah, but exactly. I think, but okay. yeah, but your, to your point, it's like the, 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 like a mini series. Now that's something that I think people would like, all right, I, I'll chew on this. And you would, you could totally get around the basketball scenes. Like truthfully in that period of time, all you really need to do is just show them kind of like working out and like training. You don't even need to show games. You know what I mean? Like you could cut it literally as in like announcing that he's back. You know exactly. what I mean? That would yeah, be exactly. That, that's the mistake you would run into. Like we don't need to see the games. And you look at these other stories like right. Muhammad Ali, like you should be show Jackson. These are like big stories about like big dramatic things that happened outside of their sport. You have the sport there as kind of like the backdrop and that's why we know them, but it's like these interesting stories. And there's a lot less, you know, footage on them and that's a different generation like you said it's still a little early for us because like we grew up like i remember watching those games and like here right. it's like a sports center so yeah i think it'd have to be i think they have to get like a little quote-unquote gross with it and kind of just like you know really just take a stance on some of these rumors and kind of made for tv that's my take yeah no I, I agree yeah and i think like the further you get away from it the more likely it, it, it will come about but I don't know if we'll see this not to be whatever, but in our lifetimes, I just don't, I just don't see an, a, a market for it. And I don't see the like basketball games recreated. I'll just watch the fucking basketball games because they're that. Right. Fun. Exactly. All yeah. right. The divergent QB uh, this is from email of the year. 2019, 2020. And we'll see about 2021. Still plenty of year left. You guys plenty of time to catch up. <laughs> Only the first quarter. There's, there's a, you know, there's a, it's a three horse race right now or, or more horse race. We've had lots of emails. Yeah. <laughs> Does Aaron Rodgers earn any brownie points in the MAB world for his recent engagement to Shailene Woodley? I mean, she was <laughs> good in the descendants, right? She's in the descendants. Yeah. She was in the descendants. Is she in the, Is it? also? What's that? She was in the Descendants. Yeah, with George Clooney. I think it was like one of her. Oh, movies. the George Clooney one. I was thinking of like the Descendants. The like the, this is a, what a te- like. There's the Descendants with like the the kids from like it's the High School Musical, but with like uh, fairy tale characters that my girls watch all the time. I was so in that moment. I was like, what Descendants with Susan? Ned? No. Oh, that's right. The George Clooney movie. That's right. I, I let me put my adult hat back on. Um, I don't remember her in the Descendants. Maybe she was good. I, she's kind of a wacky chick, right? Like she's a little bit out there. I think so. There's like some, takes. Yeah, I don't remember like all the. There's like I remember hearing something. It's just like she likes to like sunbathe her vagina or something. I don't know. Like I. Didn't, Ooh. Okay, I'm listening. <laughs> I thought. I, <laughs> I thought. I thought there was. Uh, I thought she didn't wear like deodorant. Like I thought she was like staunchly against like deodorant or something like oh, that. I, mean, I can picture. I mean that I feels on brand for what I just said. So kind of like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stinky pits. <laughs> Tan, tan chach. I like it. Um, it's so weird that the whole Aaron Rodgers thing that like he chose during the like the the NFL award ceremony nope, to so. like drop so drop like so like him so like him to be like drop his fiance a few times and then everyone's like who the fuck is his fiance and it's like oh then it comes out Shailene Woodley he, he and her are engaged little age gap. Um, I don't, it, it's an odd pairing to me. I don't know what to make of I can't, it. Well, here's, here's also like, it's, it felt like Aaron Rodgers, I don't, did he, did he kind of like marching around his girlfriends or at least like having that in the public eye, like a little bit, like, you know, he like, he dated, um, Olivia Munn. Yeah, Olivia Dan Munn. Danica Patrick. Danica Patrick. And those girls for a long time, and it's just like to all of a sudden just drop it. Like, you know, to each their, like, when you know, you know. Like, I'm not going to sit here yeah. and just go in a relationship. I just want to shit here sit here and shit on Aaron Rodgers about him coming out about his getting a W I F E E relax. relax. <laughs> I do think it's hilarious now that you said this, but I like it. I totally imagine like, cause every guy, like when you get, you know, you have a long-term girlfriend or, or fiance, like they end up roping you into stuff that you don't want to do. And I just imagine her and be like, no babe, seriously, just, Sun your balls, sun your <laughs> balls. Like I can just see this and him being like, "I'm a pro quarterback. I don't need to be like out here with my so feet funny. over my head, sunning my taint <laughs> and my balls." So funny. Uh, uh, yeah. So I mean, what? A, like, um, no, he doesn't get any mad points just because we all no. know where I stand on him. No. But it's like, obviously, like, you know, I'm a softie at heart. I like when the world finds love. So best of luck to them. 
Right. I think I think this will come to the end in the NFC Championship game. <laughs> Ooh, zinger! Dang! Too soon? Nope. Perfect time. Too soon. Too soon. There's kind Perfect of a mystery time. around it. Like, so she co-starred with, um, now oh, what's her Jodie Foster? Like Aaron okay. Rodgers like thanked Jodie Foster, and like for some reason, and then Jodie Foster when she accepted her Golden Globe, like thanked Aaron Rodgers. They had this like weird thinking. So, so it's, it's like a mystery. Like did Jodie Foster introduce Aaron Rodgers to Woodley because uh, Woodley and Foster were working on this, this movie together, or it's just, I just mind boggling. I can't, it's so it, weird. It has my interest a little bit. It's really, it's really weird. It's really weird. Does, do, do, is there, will there ever be an Aaron Rodgers movie made? Brandana? Probably not. <sighs> I could all Sissel and Ebert that right now. Two thumbs <laughs> down. <laughs> uh, all right, first pick. Since 1990, 19 QBs have been chosen number one overall. Of those 19, only four went to the Super Bowl. Eli and Peyton make up half those four. Goff and Cam Newton are the others. Hmm. Is the draft layout too much of a strain of a new franchise QB to take over a shitty franchise? Would anyone want to be a top pick? Okay, uh, thanks for the stat. I love it. I think we've covered this a lot, but I still want to talk to you again about it, MA, because I think there was still um, – I don't want to gloss over that too. Thank you for the stat because this kind of gives a new angle to, you know, what I've been champion, which, which is like it's next to impossible for these coaches that are just fighting to get – any not even like a legit extension just for their job the next year and not be on the hot seat to not have to take a shot on these young quarterbacks to roll them out there ASAP. Uh, because I think we've covered, yeah, I know, but for the Super Bowl, okay, and only two were winners, and those two were you know, share one pair of parents. It was Eli and Peyton Manning at a right, moment. right, right. Is there any way that a first overall pick can sit for the entire first year, or is it? have we just not seen the level of talent with like Peyton Manning? And I think we have to throw like Andrew Luck in there too, even though he's not on this list, but it kind of seemed like he might've been able to pull it off. I know it was in a bad time for him, like injuries. And then also like Tom Brady at his prime, but is it right. more of you end up getting drafted to a team that's like Jacksonville or the jets and you're on the shittiest team with a coach. That's probably a new coach or if not a coach that's fighting for his job. And even if he is a new coach, he's fighting for his job. And so you're going you're gonna to be rolled out there because the fans are going to be clamoring for it. Is there any way we ever get away from that model or is there a way around that? Or is it that's, that's just going to be what it is and we're just going to have to see like the level of quarterback rise above it and actually get one of these teams to like, you know, like a six and 10 and seven and nine out of the shoot as the number one overall pick. Because we're not talking about quarterbacks draft in the first round. We're talking about the number one overall pick. Yeah, it's interesting. Um... Yeah, that's a good distinction that you made too. So, the, uh, so Carson Palmer was the last uh, number one overall pick that I can remember of that sat for an entire year, and they 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 announced it. They made it like clear as, as day, we're not playing him. Uh, and I think you see that where, you know, we have a juxtaposition of coaches that are on the hot seat heading into the year. Um, you know, they've got to kind of put their stamp on the season and make it make, you know, make hay soon. Um, and, and, and I also think too, there's a little bit of cross pollination between the quarterback position being the hardest position to evaluate and draft. And now we're seeing like teams really um, overvalue quarterbacks, not unjustly properly, but they're they're reaching on picks earlier, so they're they're you know Baker Mayfield's prime example of a guy that probably isn't the best overall talent, but he was the best overall quarterback. And Cleveland was like, we need to make him our guy. We need a new quarterback, and this is the guy to do it. Um, you know, similarly with Goff and Wentz, uh, these guys are looking to you know franchisers are looking to buy in on quarterbacks that might not be like marquee guys. There's very few. You know, Trevor Lawrence's, Peyton Manning's, Andrew Luck's, those are the like the can't miss products uh, that are coming out every year. All the rest of those guys, they're, they're a little bit of a reach. And so they get the pressure of being number one. They get the pressure of being on a bad team. And then it's, it's not surprising that this stat is the way it is, right? Um, you, you just have too many, 
it'd be interesting. The way to, I think, to change this would be is if you, much like the NBA, you went to a lottery style selection. You didn't go based on record. So maybe you have some times where like Tim Duncan goes to the Spurs, which is a really good team that already had David Robinson or um, some of these other like, you know, good fits where guys go right away and they step into like a winning culture or winning program. A lot of these times perennially in the NFL are all the same teams over and over again. So there's not a culture of winning and there's not a head coach and stability of winning. If, you know, if like in this year of like, uh, you know, the Patriots had an opportunity to win Trevor Lawrence, that would be a really interesting thing to see. But instead Trevor Lawrence is going to go to Jacksonville with Urban Meyer, who's a fine college coach, but is a not proven product in the NFL. So it's a, it's a very interesting kind of like, you know, mishmash of talent and expectations versus the need to win today and like an unstable situation. So what's your take on Trevor Lawrence? Is I I love Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. I love Trevor Lawrence. Say that again. Can he be a fifth on this list of our four quarterbacks? Taking number one overall, Super Bowl. To go to a Super Bowl? Oh, for sure. I think so. I, I definitely think so. I mean, Jacksonville is in, is in a really good spot to see. But, you know, it'll be interesting to see what Urban Meyer can do and, like, actually coach, like, a professional team, um, you know, just recruiting five stars and, you know, creating that environment is a big difference between, you know, college and, and the pros. and. Uh, We'll see. I'll be very interesting to see how, how Trevor Lawrence's development happens under Urban Meyer. Oh, check it out. Uh, great email. Liked that a lot. Yeah, always, always love when the guys bring the stats also. Appreciate it. All right, uh, last email. Game night. Since we're all stuck at home, let's talk game pieces. Please list off your favorite game piece or character you always choose to play as. Love this list, bro. Oh, love this. let's get this list. Uh, okay, so I'll say it out loud real fast. I'm just going to run down this list so you, no Mabbers playing at home, can start thinking about yours. We've got Clue, Monopoly, Risk, D&D, Candyland, Saved by the Bell, the board game. And now in video okay. game world. Madden, Mario Brothers 2, NBA Jam, Super Tech Mobile, Gauntlet, Mortal Kombat, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. All right. Uh, we'll start for the top. Clue. Which Clue. Oh, let's take a guess uh, at each other. All right. Let's take a guess. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go clue. I'm going to say you're a Colonel Mustard man. Yeah, Colonel Mustard, because that's the only one I can remember. I, uh, sure. I'm trying to remember the other one. Which, one's, which one do you go? You're the, Colonel Mustard's the only one to go to. Do you know what color Colonel Mustard is? I'm, I'm guessing yellow. <laughs> yeah, all their names are based on colors. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I always uh, I play a lot of clue, brother. A lot of clue. Uh, Did the, you? The nephews. Yeah, shout out to my nieces and nephews. If you're listening to this, I still can't believe you do that. But thanks. Every, every year, listen. every year gets a little bit more okay, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they get a little older. Uh, Professor Plum, it's my jam. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Professor yeah, Professor Plum, Miss Peacock, Miss White, uh, Miss Scarlet, and Mister Green. Ooh, very good. Uh, all right, Monopoly. I'm gonna say that you're. I was gonna say you're a basic bitch, and you're the race car. Oh, of course, I'm the race car. What the basic <laughs> bitch? Uh, you're gonna go with the uh, with the top hat. Uh, no, I'm the iron. Oh, the iron. Ooh, I'm and the iron, not chosen often. Yeah, that's why I like it. I like a little juxtaposition. I like to kind of give that underdog a shot at winning Monopoly. I, I like, like the, the dusty piece. <laughs> Are you a big Monopoly player? Like Monopoly? We do have Monopoly, yeah. We do have Monopoly. Not what I asked. Uh, yeah, um, not what I asked. What'd you say? I'm sorry, my wife came you, in here. Yeah, She's no like, what are you doing? I said, do you play it? Not do you have it? Everyone has Oh yeah. It. Okay. Do yes, you, everyone has not played. We we have not played it like with the kids. We we played the game of life with the kids. Uh Monopoly is just like it just they you know what there's a Monopoly card game? That's a much easier play because you don't have to get out the pieces. You can go pretty quickly. Okay. It yes. moves through pretty quickly. I like that. Um all right. Risk. So risk is just kind of color. What color are you? I'm going to say, yeah. that um, I'm almost asking your favorite color. I'm going to say you're blue. Yeah, I'm blue. I'm going to go with red for you. I'm black. Black. Yeah. Damn it. Forgot black was an option. Yeah. God damn it. I go, going Roy G. Biff. Didn't think yeah. of black. Uh, Dungeon Dragons. Did you even pick something on this? Look. No, I, did you, I thought, what are you, like a wizard, a mage? Like, what, what the fuck are you? 
elf cleric. Mind you, Tom. Elf cleric. Healer. Okay. Yeah. An elf healer. Uh, <laughs> uh, Candyland. You might have me beat on this. Pass. Candy. Candyland. I had to look this up. You don't have one on Candyland. I don't know. I, we don't have Candyland. I haven't played Candyland in forever. Uh, what are, I, the, what I, are the characters? Uh, I don't. I had to look them up. I kind of forgot about them. Uh, Lord Licorice. I, just, I like some fucking red snooze. Like <laughs> uh, Say by the Bell, the board game, which I don't think this is to this emailer. I don't think this is a board game. I think you just want us to pick our favorite Saved by the Bell character yeah, yeah. and slap the board game on the back of it. So our favorite Saved by the Bell character? It's got to be Zach Morris. Yeah, I went Morris. Did you go AC Slater? No, no, no. I only oh, like, you're, you're probably, Morris too? I'm or going Morris Zach Morris for okay. sure. Yeah, yeah, we're Morris Bros. Time out. We're both Morris brothers. <laughs> I, there would have been a fight in my house if someone made I, I, maybe AC Slater would have been acceptable but I would have punched somebody if they made me screech just wouldn't have happened oh, would not have happened no no way yeah that could be I would have I would have, I would have chose Lisa Turtle or Mr. Belding over screech yeah Mr. Belding always maybe the guy that runs the max I'll be the magician I think the guy that oh, runs yeah, the max yeah. there was a magician hanging out there in the early seasons um, yeah, that's right. He did. He did. He got crazy hair. He liked it. Okay, now the, now we're going to the video games. Uh, again, it's Mad Mario Brothers 2, NBA Jam, Super Tecmo Bowl, Gauntlet, Mortal Kombat, Team of Ninja Trolls. All right, John Madden. Um, I'm going to say you do team or player. Um, John Madden, I'm going to say Barry Sanders back in the day. Yeah, I mean, I would definitely go with the Lions. I did play Madden much growing up. I've, I played it more as going on. You're going to go Vikings, Randy Moss. Uh, that's a good one. I actually with Mike Vick. I remember playing with him a little bit. And he was he's like oh, that's very good. Yeah, yeah, very good. Uh, Super Mario Brothers two. Um, again, my pod partner, that basic bitch I love. Did you go with Mario? Yeah, Mario. You're what are you, Yoshi? What are you? <laughs> no, it was uh the princess. The princess. So, oh. Yeah, you have Yoshi. Like Mario Brothers two, you had four options. You had Mario, oh. Luigi, Toad. The princess toad have, oh that's what I was thinking this was about. actually a different video game but super mario brothers one became so popular that's why it doesn't feel like any other video games super mario brothers two be, one became so popular that they knew the super mario brothers two immediately so they just shoved the characters like faces like just the graphics on this other like completely different gameplay and that's why it's like all a little different but like each character moves different and the princess is like she can float so you can like float across the entire screen Oh, okay. Good little little Mario 2 hack right Don't there. Don't worry. I saw your eyes glaze over. We'll move on. Uh, NBA, <laughs> Jam, NBA Jam. Okay, now we're talking. Okay, now we're up your alley. You played with... Uh... Oh, um, shit. Who was... Who would have been on the Pistons then? Who was on the uh, Was it... I think it was either Isaiah and Rodman. Isaiah, Isaiah or, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I was not the Pistons. Here's what I liked. Yeah, Barkley Marley with the Suns. That was a dangerous That's combo. Good. I was I kind That's of thought I, I thought Barkley. Barkley was tickling the back of my brain, but then I got I got yeah. down. That, that's good. Doesn't count. That doesn't. Did you go? Did you go, Grandmama? With in Alonzo Mourning? Oh no, that's a great one. Uh, actually, I love the Spurs. I love having the Admiral, like playing. With oh the yeah, Admiral. that's a good. Fun. One. He's yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, Super Tecmo Bowl. So this give me a team. This is, uh, I would either do Lions or I would do the Raiders with Bo Jackson. Yeah. Was he still, he was still in Super Tecmo Bowl, right? Uh, yeah, I believe he was. Yeah, in Super Tecmo Bowl. Yeah. He, he, wasn't, quite sure. as, he wasn't as broken as he was in Tecmo Bowl. Like Tecmo Bowl, he was like, just. That Tecmo was, Bowl, he was a hack. Yeah, it was like, you could just do whatever you wanted in Tecmo Bowl. Uh, I went with, uh, I just love playing the Bills with QB Bills. That was a lot of QB fun. Bills, that's right. The run and shoot, the K-Gun. Much. uh gauntlet i didn't i zeroed out on gauntlet i don't I think there's a video game. i don't know i don't know this game i did that would when you said it i was like i have no idea mortal Kombat. this is okay so i'm a, i don't know if you'll be able to guess this one okay i'll go because i don't i don't we, i don't know this name though okay <laughs> i'll help you are we doing mortal Kombat? we'll just do mortal Kombat one right the original yes okay yeah um kano which one's that one? Which like one does he do? Cyborg. Oh no 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 no! Here's the one that I do. I like the one that threw a lot of hands. The one that could like stretch out and like whack them like far away. What was it like? 
Goro or something like that. You know well, Goro, had, Goro had forearms. Are you talking about Dalsum from Street Fighter 2? I am talking about <laughs> Dalsum from Street Fighter 2. Don't judge me. <laughs> Which I love. I love Dalsum from Street Fighter 2. I was just like, he could not survive in the Mortal Kombat realm. I'll get my, my favorite yes. Mortal Kombat is Raiden and Street Fighter 2. Started with Dalsum. I think I ended with Blanca, though, to be quite honest. And let's Blanca finish as we yeah. should with Teenage Mutant yeah. Ninja Turtles. Oh, you're you're uh, Donatello. Oh yeah, this yeah. is your guy. Yeah, yeah. This you're your this, uh, you're Michelangelo, right? I do like Michelangelo. Yeah, I do like Michelangelo. I dab with Leonardo every once in a while because I like the 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 you know the big knife stuff. But leader. yeah, exactly. Leadership, bro. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. Thanks. If you guys want to shoot us an email, please do mab sports podcast at gmail dot com. Thanks. All right, let's jump into MAB fixes. Where's that order again? I don't know. I can't find it. I got it. Sorry, those are getting toppled with pallets. All right, MAB fixes the logo. Okay, so I dug into this a little bit. Uh, this is super topical as we like, I like this. keep it. So Kyrie Irving, this isn't new, but he's come out recently and been pretty vocal. Uh, you guys can search for NBA new logo, search his name. Uh, basically wants to replace the, uh, the current logo with uh, Kobe Bryant. And it's Kobe Correct. Bryant. Now the old logo, the story in the old logo is, it is Jerry West. The designer of the logo, you know, it's not supposed to be Jerry. It's not like this is Jerry West, this represents our league. But you right. know, it's, it's known he's come out and said, it's just like, yes, that's who I modeled this logo after. Jerry West, when talked about it, he's open to the idea of changing the logo. Uh, Adam Silver doesn't want the logo to represent any one player for the league like that. Uh, what's your thoughts on all this? Well, I, that's an interesting take. Like, yeah, representing one player. Um, I think it's definitely interesting to to revamp it, right? You know I mean? You might as you you might as well if 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 you think that it needs to be revamped. I mean, I guess the question is is like, do we want to revamp it for the sake of revamping it, or is it like we're going through a rebrand type thing? We want to rebrand it. So if yeah. it's rebranding it, we think it's it's like, hey, it's time to to modernize this thing for sure. You know what I mean? Every every brand goes through a rebranding, so it's not a big deal. So it's like, it, to me, it's all about the right reason, making sure it's you know, for the right reasons. That's true. And I think that's where we kind of get caught. Cause I think if the logo isn't necessarily, if we don't know that the silhouettes based on one player, then we don't have to have this conversation. Like it's a very, it's like open and shut case. It's just like, Hey, like it's not based on any player, but now like, you know, it is based on a player West. Now we have to represent everything. Like it's a race thing. Also like it's a white guy, like no representation. And it's like, I thought maybe we could have like, I don't like, I don't like the full picture of Kobe Bryant. Like if you look at it, like I still, right. I still want it to be kind of silhouette, but I thought maybe a silhouette of like a jump ball between like the old like time like Wes, whoever that whoever that is, and then like Kobe Bryant's silhouette, and it's just like tip off, let's play. It's an interesting. So in the color scheme, the red, white, and blue color scheme, do we have to see two hands or, or we, like what's the color palette? Yeah, so like yeah, it's coming down. So I think it's like uh, the two silhouettes are going up on each side. The silhouettes are still white, jumping for the ball in betweens, like just kind of like the black empty space, and then like red behind like our guy on the left, and then blue behind our guy on the right. I like that. That's interesting. A little passing of the torch from old school to new school. I like it. I I I. Yes, I. It's interesting because it's like there's so many like generic basketball poses that you could find. Like it doesn't have to be necessarily representative. Do we have to even have like a, like a basketball player like to be represented in this, right? Can we totally get away from that? Cause obviously this is causing some umbrage with it. Like what happens yeah. in 50 years when, you know, not to be whatever Kobe Bryant isn't the most like, you know, pristine character yeah, model the, that yeah, we could find. That's the slippery slope part of it. And again, that's why, I mean, I think, uh, Unfortunately, and you've swayed me this time, brother, as you do. Oh, like, thank you. Over your side, because you're right. I, I think at, as soon as you start parsing this out and really kind of breaking down everything, even though, like, the logo was modeled off of someone, like, you kind of just have to forget that because it's not like this is the Jerry West League. Like, it's just like we just fucking – 
me the shape of a fucking basketball body. So, and, and you're right. Like to me, the big point you made is just like, if the league doesn't need to go through a rebranding, then why are, why are we rolling out a new logo? Like, why is this? I mean, there's plenty, plenty that hopefully will be done and it should be done to, you know, commemorate like what Kobe Bryant has brought to the league, but, you know, maybe changing the entire like league logo puts too much attention on one guy. And then from then on, it's just like now who like logo, like who have we not had before, like, Oh, we're forgetting about like all the old timers. Like, let's get like, you know, let's Michael Jordan, LeBron James, like, Oh, forgetting like Oscar Robertson. Like, yeah. Cause, cause like, why isn't like Bill Russell who was like, you know, or Lenny Wilkins, Lenny Wilkins was like the, well is now second all time but he was like the you know all-time winningest coach hall of fame coach black black man who who played uh was a phenomenal coach bill russell was a player coach too like there's plenty of you know if we're looking at in for that modeling league like yes kobe bryant had a had a fundamental impact on the game for sure and i think there's a little you know from Kyrie's perspective i don't want to put my you know, my mind in his mind, but, you know, I'm assuming it's a little, it's just close to proximity, you know, the unfortunate passing of Kobe Bryant, incredibly sad. And it felt a great tribute to that, yeah. but we're trying to not operate in the history of now and look at the cumulative history of the league since 1955 or whatever, and, and find something to encompass between then and now and the future. And, and, to your point, what you're saying earlier, basing it on one player is is always going to be ripe for an angle to be taken at or a way to be torn down. I mean, Jerry West is a very fine person, and and to his credit, even says like, well, if it if it if they want to rebound it, of course I'm open to it. Um, I, I think I think they look to get away from any you know one individual to model it after and go with a a, a some sort of cumulative perspective of the game of basketball. Um, you know, and I don't think it's something that has to happen now. I probably would look to the off season to do a lot of like, Hey, what do we have out there that could, uh, that, that will work. Right. Yeah. So I think that's right. Uh, Kyrie's heart, obviously in the right place. And you know, we all want to see Kobe Bryant remembered. So I think finding new and other ways for the league to kind of appreciate what Kobe Bryant's life brought to the league. And then, you know, find, taking a look at the logo and then just getting it, walking it back. So it's something that's, 1000% universal and not just kind of locked yeah. in any period of time in the league. Yeah, let's get Bill Lambeer in there. Let's get him <laughs> doing it. Let's make him the logo. Uh, let's get fucking Lonzo Ball. Is he good? Is he good? <laughs> His brother, LaMelo Ball, is even better. Oh, LaMelo, yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> um, all right, Neapolitan Showdown, bring us to the jam. So let's leave it alone Cause we can't see eye to eye Uh, all right, Neapolitan Showdown, top clothing moments in sports. This was actually, this came from our email of the year also. He wanted us to break this down. Uh, pretty good topic, I was thinking. Oh, this is beautiful. Yeah, and I was like, why not this. jump into it? Uh, all right, number three spot coming out of the gate. I got um, Joe Namath and his white shoes and fur coats on the sidelines. This is nice. This yeah. is good. This is because it's this also very like, good. <laughs> so I wanted, like, kind of like went down this. I wanted to go white shoes. There's just like, there's marching to the beat of his own drum. And what's great is you think it's like trying to peacock as a style for the time, but then we see him like on the Monday Night Football, like getting interviewed, like fucking like 30 years later. Susie Colbert. Yeah, I won't kiss you. Still rocking that same <laughs> like fur coat. That's like the exact same, but it's just like fur coat. You know, it's, um, it brings him to an upset football win. And that's why I had, I had Cam Newton, like one B, like on a tier slightly Ooh, below yes. this. Cause I was going to give it to Cam, but the only difference is, is, you know, name has got that chip. So you get that chip and you, you march the beat of your own jump and you get that chip like that just, that just takes you right up there. And, and personally I vibe with like that, that style sentiment. I don't know if I could go like the full Mrs. Doubtfire with like the, 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 the do rag over my, you know what I mean? Like the, sure, yeah, the yeah. shawl over my head and like, I, but, um, but yes, it's very good. I, my number three, I, I, I might have zigged a little bit on this because we yeah. did call it, say it top oh, yeah. clothing, 
clothing moments in sports. Yeah. So this is from the early 90s. I want to say it's like 91 or 90. Uh, the White Sox versus the Tigers. Steve Lyons plays for the White Sox. Bunts like down the first baseline. He's running to go to first base. Slides head first, which I always love the slide head first into that. I believe they called him safe. He gets up in the middle of a nationally televised game and he's got dirt all down the front of his like shirt and in the front of his pants, unbuckles his pants, pulls down his pants, starts dusting off his pants, and then quickly pulls up his pants because he realized I just pulled my pants down in front of like, you know, 13,000 people and national TV. It was great. If you watch it, it's on YouTube. You can find it. Just Google Steve Lyons. It's fucking L-Y-O-N-S. It's hilarious. I love it. It's a, it's a great moment in sports. All right, unbuckle his belt. I'm going to say he's probably size 36 waist, so that's 36 points to you. Uh, go Joe Namath in his coat of fur the last time we saw him, saying, I won't kiss you, probably had a blood alcohol level of 0.19. I, I like it. 0.19 to 36. Um, all right. My number two slot, um, Dennis Rodman in a wedding dress. This is iconic. Perfect. Memorable. It's definitely on, on the big moments. Everybody knows what you're talking about. It is clearly a publicity stunt then still clearly now just walks in there and just, I mean, like still at the end of the day, man threw in a wedding dress. So memorable, you know, it. you saw that you saw remember the moment. Absolutely. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. There's it's, it's interesting. Like the nineties had a lot of dudes like posing in white dress. You remember when Ditka went to the saints and he drafted Ricky Williams and on the cover of SI, he was oh, also yeah. in a wedding dress. Really bizarre. It's really weird. Little, little weird thing. I like that one. Uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to stick with the NBA on this one. My number two this is going deep into the well here and, and do yourself a favor to Google this, but it is Chuck person's draft day suit. Uh, Chuck Person was drafted, I believe, by the Pacers, fourth overall in 1984. Drink, everybody. But he is in a full-on white tux with this, like, almost magenta bow tie and magenta cover bun. Ooh, it is a masterpiece. <laughs> it is just a god-awful suit in the coked-out 80s. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Well, sounds like uh, he's dressed for... A wild prom night. Prom night yes. is around the age of, I'll say, 17, for senior prom. Then I'm going to go with Dennis Rodman's marriage to Carmen Electra, I think, lasted around 14 days. So I'll give 14 points to me. I like it. Smooth, smart. Don't know if any of those numbers are true. Um, my number one, bro, this is a clothing moment. I might have zagged on you a little bit here because this Ooh. is about clothing coming off. I am talking about. Super Bowl halftime show with Justin Timberlake oh, and Janet Jackson. I, I do love this. I love this. So clothing moment, they're saying that like uh, his song, not coincidentally enough, uh, gets naked before the end of this song and then reaches over and tears off one of the cups. And you actually yeah. see her breast, her nipple, like a nipple ring. But not like a nipple. It's like ring. a sun. It was like a sun yeah, almost. It's like around the nipple, which is yeah. she kind of looks away. He kind of looks shocked, but it's didn't they, did they ever come out and say it was planned? I should have dug in a little bit more. It was. I, I, they called it a clothing malfunction. But there's yes, the no wardrobe way, malfunction, yeah. Yeah, wardrobe, yeah. There's no way there's, that's the lyric to those songs. Mm -mm. And she's not a little bit more shocked of what went down. And she know. just has this, like, really ornate nipple jewelry. Doesn't make sense. I don't buy it for a second. I think they planned it. I think it was a total publicity stunt. Uh, it's it's amazing it's who thinks of that like who comes up is that like who's the producer in the room that's like we can't do this you can't i can't have you rip your cup off because there's no way because like she was wearing almost like like a bustier type thing like it would have been too entirely like there you would have seen like the the fabric like would have torn with it you know what i mean it just wouldn't yeah. have worked so yeah, who, i think it was totally so safe yeah who was like who broke the ice on that it's just like Yes, you, Peter, to the back. What if we show that tit, though? <laughs> like, all right. Like, I've got an idea. <laughs> Before Jackson. 
how about, and hear me out, just stick with me for a second. Let me see them titties. <laughs> this is a, it's a stupid halftime show. Fucking balls. Yeah, yeah ballsy. Uh, All right, I love it. Very I good. Do that. Uh, if we had more time, you know we would act that out right now where you're, <laughs> you're, you're the boss and I'm Peter's in the back and I'm just pitching you on this and you have to make sure that you're, that you're understanding. <laughs> it's just like... Right. <clears throat> so wait, I'm with you. Get get you naked by the end of the song, and right, then you yes. do what again? So she has a cup on, and then we we tear it off. You tear, you yeah, just no, tear no, no, it. We tear it off. Yeah, but let me say, we got uh, we got we got nipple jewelry also. What we got? Okay, so nipple jewelry. We actually yeah. is it just? But it's like a there's fabric underneath it, right? It's just a kind of like it's 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 fake. Bare no, bare titty. Got bare, bare, bare titty. Yeah, fabric's available. I'm gonna. I'm going to have to t- talk to standards and practices. I don't know how we're going to get this gonna, past that. No, you're not going to want to do that. You're going to want to skip the S&P part. Well, how are we, how are we fixing it to? Is it Velcro? Because this seems like a very tough pull. How, how, what, what happens if it, the titty cup falls off in the midst of her dancing? Bonus titty. So we're just going and we're going to all extra titty all the we're, time? What, what are we doing? This is TBS, titty broadcast system? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh man very good. that's the way to end the week a lot of fun very good Guys, you're um, on the way to work congrats uh, so, so number one oh, yeah, i've got you. that's that's very good uh i'm gonna go tiger wood sundays classic iconic okay. you know exactly what i'm talking about red shirt black pants a winner I that too i almost did you not do uh the fab five because it was a little too like general and macro, yes. macro, not one moment. Yeah, I thought that yes, too. Yes, I, yes. I definitely wanted. I had a note to guess your, but I, after our texts earlier, I, I feared you want to go with it because you, because you specifically, you're just like, what about baggy shorts? And I'm like, too general. But it's just like, I think I, I think I took him off the scent on that one. So yeah, like, damn it. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, I was just feeling uh, out there. Maybe I'll come back to it. You did the, the deeper dig though. I think uh, you gave the Nomadver some homework or some interesting stuff to check out. So we're gonna give the W to MA. Ooh, thank you. It made that. All right, buddy. Uh, we'll wrap this up. We'll obviously get into our MVPs and all that, but wanted to update a little bit about Mab League and what's going on. How you doing, buddy? How's this uh, opening week of Mab League going? Ooh, I think I think stirring. We've had some great games here. Four games this past weekend. Uh, we got to see uh, seven of the eight teams here. We got to see the Raptors. Warriors, uh, Warriors, Celtics kicked it off. Rockets, Pelicans, a flurry. Your Brandana, your Pelicans looking looking great. We got to see or Rockets, Pelicans, Raptors, Heat went into overtime. Fantastic game. My Heat battling back, fighting, scratching, clawing, getting into. And then we saw Bucks, a really efficient a Bucks team that is on a scary hot streak. Nineteen straight wins in a twenty nine game season, mind you. So but let's not how, let's not say how understated that or, or impressive that is. Uh, looked real efficient as they dealt with the uh, Raptors again. Uh, then we've got Wednesday night. Uh, we've got a rematch of the uh, Mab League Finals. Uh, Spurs Heat Trent, who took his who won last year versus your boy Ma. Rematch of the finals is here Wednesday night. Marquee midweek game. Uh, it's been it's been really good so far. I think. What what do you think? Do you think the play style, coaches, the minutes allocation, adding an interesting wrinkle to Mab League here in season yeah, two? Like, yeah, I would even say like it's you know it's it is going from Tech Mobile to Super Tech Mobile, right? It's just adding mm. this new layer that just enriches the entire thing because it gives you more control of it. And you can see it. Like I think last year Mab League season one, it was just like we drafted a lot of players that we liked and cross our fingers and we hope that they play the way that we kind of thought we wanted them to play when we signed minutes. And now like when you add in the different playing styles, like the triangle, like the different coaches, uh, we're seeing like, like really kind of team identities start to take shape. Like you brought up that Bucks team. Like I, they just, they have their own style. Like your heat definitely does their thing. Like my Pelicans are kind of just like in other land doing that. And these are like distinct, just playing styles. And you can really, you see that during the game. So um, yeah, we want to announce real fast that the, uh, the all-star captain. So we were, we simulated some of the regular season games. And as most awesome said, you can catch the games on Twitch that we've already announced. 
Uh, we'll do the all-star break. And then uh, after that, we still have, still have one more regular season game or like, uh, we'll like have, yeah, we'll have three more regular season games. Yeah. Everyone will get one more uh, regular season game with the exception of the Raptors. The Raptors got their two broadcast games pre all-star break. So we're going to have Wednesday night. Then we're going to have Friday night all-star game. Uh, and then I think Saturday, uh, a double header and finishing up with Sunday, uh, a, a final game, final game of the regular season. And then we're moving into the playoffs, right? So then this is, now we get a real, like, we get kind of a regular season vibe. We're, we're getting all the, all the owners are getting stats on their team, seeing exactly how their minute allocation and how the rotation is working and how these guys are playing. Uh, then we go into the playoffs, one game, first round, because uh, most likely they'll be playing the CPU teams, which are not great teams. Round two, uh, three games, conference uh, finals, three games, finals, five game series, best of five. Should be interesting. But we're going to break it up. We're trying to keep it as, as close to the NBA season as possible. We are going to have an all-star game, Brandana. Uh, it's so awesome, buddy. Uh, do you want to drop for the people? Well, let's give the, the Twitch channel real fast. What's the Twitch channel if they want to go and yeah, see the past games? Absolutely. You can always go to twitch.tv uh, backslash MAB Sports Podcast. You can find it on Twitch. Just go to twitch.tv, search for us. There's a couple highlights from previous seasons. All four of those games that we called this weekend are uh, on Twitch and will be on there for a couple weeks. So you'll You'll get to watch them and tune in regularly. Follow us on Twitch. Tell your friends. Uh, it's a good time. It's a good fun. Most games are about, I'd say, right around about an hour. hour so yeah. it's an easy lift. You can watch it and 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 just enjoy. Like like we kind of just we're we're guessing on the best. Not guessing on. We're watching the best 120 players of all time in NBA 2K and how they. It's basically like an all star game every time that they play, but it's really interesting to watch. League, so much fun. Uh, yeah, so you want to announce the two from Mad League yes. Season 2. The two right. all-star captains have been decided. Who we got, buddy? So remember, we fantasy draft these. So we've got one representative from the East and one from the West. Uh, we'll go with the West first. Uh, the 17-2 and two San Antonio Spurs. The team captain is Carl Malone. Carl Malone is averaging 21 points a game, 8.5 rebounds. Five and a half assists, one steal, almost two blocks. Carl Malone has been dominant for the Spurs, 17 and two, heading into Wednesday night when they face off the Heat right before the All Star break. And then in the East, we mentioned, Brandana, you talked about, we talked about the Bucks, what an incredible hot streak they are on. The legend, Larry Legend himself, he is the Eastern captain for the Bucks. He's averaging 18 points, five boards, six and a half. Uh, assists, uh, one steal a game. They're 20 and three, shooting an unbelievable pace 54% uh, from the field, 47% from, from three point land, 88% from the, uh, from the line. This is going to be unbelievable. The pool of reserves, Brandana, when are we going to talk about the starters? And, and they're because they, these guys are actually going to auto draft within the computer, simulate and draft their own rosters for their all star teams, much like we did here with LeBron and with Durant and how we kind of make shift there on our own. The computer is going to auto-generate that. When are we going to drop those rosters on our, on our people? We're going to announce those during our Wednesday night game. Spurs at Heat, 9.30 Eastern on Twitch. Tune in. You have Carl Malone picking for the West and Larry Bird picking for the East. And then we'll get the entire rosters during that Spurs heat game, nine 30 Eastern. Um, yeah, guys, if you're interested, whatever, shoot us an email. It may be sports podcast at gmail.com. It's a lot of fun. Uh, my MVP of the week real fast. Let's get into it. MA most awesome for all the things. Oh. Brother, you've had a jam packed weekend announcing four games. This man's updating. You don't even see his stat pages. You don't even know, but he's getting all the schedules. <laughs> dropped down there. He's giving us all the stats. He is what makes this league actually work. And it's like so much fucking fun. Not to mention like your daughter's birthday party. Not to mention this podcast, big weekend, buddy. We appreciate it, man. Looks good. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Brandana. Uh, you're always my, my MVP in my hey, heart, but I gotta go. Sure. <laughs> I gotta go with my eldest daughter, Kamishet turning seven. It was great. She, uh, she took, she did it like a champ 
enjoyed it. So uh, yeah, good on her. Thank you. Uh, it was a great, it was a great little party. That, well, technically it was just us. We were all, we're all in quarantine, but it's fine. It was great. She did a great job with it. Guys, thanks for tuning in. It may be sports podcast episode 158. Catch that game on Twitch Wednesday night, 930 Eastern. I am Brandana. Why don't you sign yourself off? Most awesome. Audience are dropping a new game. It's called Mad Fighter, the video game. And you can check us out with a Padukin. <laughs> Style, fame, she likes, glamour, runway, style, fame, she likes, gossip.